Welcome, agents, to strain number 15-NGL of the Zero Point Report, a broadcast all about the news surrounding the Secret World IP. Today is February 27th, 2020, and I'm your host for this evening, Ocho. With me tonight, we have Ember. Hello. How's it going? Doing all right. Doing all right. Hanging in there. And we also have Jimmy the Rabbit. hey How are you? How are you, Jimmy? I'm uh, doing all right. All right. I'm tired. <laughs> so, hanging in there is better than hanging out there. I feel it, though. Is it? I feel it. Is it, is it that? Is, it... <laughs> <laughs> is it that better? I'm not, I'm not sure that's true. Is it worse? That's what I always say, you know, as one of those, like, <laughs> lines. <laughs> like, hanging in there, better than hanging out there. <laughs> You're right. I don't, I don't know if it actually better is better. I didn't spend like a couple of hours in Dark Agartha. <laughs> so you've been Dark Agarthing it up all day. Yeah, yeah, more more than I would have cared to. Kind of, um, I think Jimmy is is only there to bounce on my OCD with him being flipped. <laughs> I can flip him. I said like, we can flip him back. Yeah. But why? Now that we know that it's uh, now we know that it bothers Kylani. Why? Why would we? Why do we switch it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> because the words on the his words shirt. are backwards. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's actually a good reason. So there welcome, we welcome everybody. Hope you're having a good week. Uh, everybody in chat, who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Kylani, Manga Spirit, PJ. Um, Dark Hearts Rising. Hollow Point. Hollow Point's in there. Don't forget Moobot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Gotta give the shout out to Moobot. Hey, and also all of the uh, all the bots that uh, that, that tend to hang out in every single Twitch channel. Uh, do we have? Gotta lurks? give them a shout out. We have lurks, right? No, we don't have lurks. Yeah, we're not cool enough to have uh, to have bots. <laughs> or uh, what's not that? Bot. What's that other one? Uh, the the one that always says, uh, "Come check out my YouTube for music." Starts with an X. What's one? Um, electric longboard. Electrical longboard. I yes, think one electric one. longboard. I've had that one for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So when you look at like, well, who's accrued the most points in my channel because they've been there the longest, and it's always all these bots at like at the top, and you're like, dang it, dang, dang bots. I think for me, it's Kalani actually. Well, I mean that makes sense. <laughs> the bots don't always show up. They always show up on my point list, but they don't always show up like actually as part of chat. I don't know. I don't know. But we hope you're having a good week. We hope you're having a. A fine week here on the uh, East Coast. It's been it's been mild. Spent last week at the beach last weekend, which is uh, always fun. Always fun at the beach this time of year. <laughs> but we have some news. We have some news for everybody today. Um, not too gigantic news when it comes to Secret World in in general. Um, but uh, a couple of things you might appreciate. First and foremost, 
we saw that uh, there is going to be a new Funcom launcher. Uh, according to seen on the uh, on the forums on the Conan Exile forums, Spinosaur posted that uh, we are introducing a new Funcom game launcher for Conan Exiles on Test Live. The idea is for this to be a platform where you will have easy access to the latest news, forums, DLCs, and patch notes without increasing the time it takes for you to enter the game. The new launcher will replace the old dialog box and instead remember your battle eye settings. Uh, it will also allow you to jump directly from the game launcher to where you left off in the Exiled Lands by pressing Continue, thereby bypassing the in-game menu. This works for both single-player and online games. The new launcher will not be a substitute for the Steam client, but will replace the current pop-up box and remember your battle eye settings. So this is currently uh, as part of Conan Exiles for Test Live, but we are kind of assuming that it will be spread to more of the games that it will be spread probably to secret world it'll be spread to um, oh, imagine all the ones on the list these all the ones on the list picture. which is pretty much all of their games right <laughs> right um yeah i think that's, amber had the picture of the launcher if you wanted to show that yeah. this is, that's what we're assuming anyway i don't think they've said anything more than that about it even, even being further but yeah there you go yeah, so that's that's the uh, the launcher. I was trying to get it working myself, but my Tesla client doesn't actually want to show me that launcher. It's being it's being annoying. Um, but as you can see on the left there, it has Conan Chop Chop, which isn't due until quarter two. Uh, Moons of Madness, Conan Unconquered, Mutant Year Zero, uh, Conan Exiles, of course, Secret World Legends, Hide and Shriek, The Park. So it basically is um, showing to be a, a Funcom overall launcher. But I guess we'll see if it, uh, like, maybe if it's just attached to Steam. I mean, some of those games are only available through Steam, right? Uh, maybe? Hide and yeah, Shriek. I think so. Hide and Shriek comes to mind. So, we're not, yeah, we're not exactly sure if they're going to push it even further, but we're kind of expecting them to. I would I would expect it, if, if they do that, if they are happy with it, I would expect the, the purpose is to tie. And they're not the only ones that do that. No. Uh, no. Kalani mentioned she likes the Blizzard, Blizzard having that. I think... Uh, right, Blizzard has a new launcher. Bethesda um, has that, right? Yeah. Bethesda has Bethesda that. has a new one, or has one. Uh, of course, yeah. you got Origin. Yeah, no, Bethesda yeah. has one because it pops up. And like, I tried Fallout seventy six. Actually, I bought Fallout seventy six because it was on sale. Yeah, and I didn't know what you said to get it. I still haven't actually played it though. <laughs> yeah, so it comes up. It's the same kind of thing though. It's a list of games on the side, and the last one you were playing is usually like highlighted, just like in that picture for Exiles. Then you just click play. It's not a big deal. Okay. I'd say because they haven't instituted that for Elder Scrolls Online, which is a Bethesda title. So interesting. Well, maybe maybe they didn't force it, but if you got maybe if you brought it brand new, it would have it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. But I do know, like, um, I think I first saw it when I because I was beta testing Quake Champions. I think that's through there as well. All right, Ember, get rid of it. It's like <laughs> it's covering our faces now. <laughs> nope, permanently part of the stream. There you go. <laughs> just, just have it there the entire time. Yeah. 
Well, okay, I, I did want to reply to a couple things from chat. Zen Zen said that by the launch, he assumes Conan Exile is an equestrian game, which is not true. <laughs> they just, but they did just recently, and I mean recently, add mounts, like to add the horse mount, like uh, end of last year, I think. So it's like a super big deal right now because it's brand new and and there's a major thing that was added that wasn't there before. Um, That's true. Yeah, but, mounts has been a, a big thing that we just added. But this is not. Well, this is the point to Zen things. He's misunderstanding the launcher. This is not a replacement for Steam. This comes up uh, from Steam. It's not a replacement for Steam. It's not a storefront. It's not some like when you play Conan Exiles, there's a pop up that comes up that asks you like, would you like to play Conan Exiles with Battle Eye, without Battle Eye, and like and then I forget the other two options right now. I could actually probably bring it up and tell you. It's like four options that come up. It's, it, it's not a large pop up, but it's a pop up that comes up and asks you, um, play Conan Exiles, play Conan Exiles. And as you said, Battle Eye is. Battle, battle Eye is, uh, battle eye. Battle eye is like, a, uh, like an anti-cheat thing. Yeah. So from that pop-up, you can install an anti-cheat, uninstall an anti-cheat, play Codenexiles with or without the anti-cheat. But you cannot play on official servers if you don't have the anti-cheat software installed. Which is, so which is a good compromise. Yeah, that pop-up comes up no matter what, right? Currently, for Codenexiles. So instead of that pop-up, what is coming up is that picture we showed. And that particular one, you know, has a little more information on it. But when you click play, it remembers your previous selection. And not only that, but it actually skips the in-game menu as well and takes you right to the last thing you were doing in the game. So... This has been a huge thing on their on their test live feedback uh, forum, and I was in there wading through tons and tons of stupid posts. Um, but it's not a replacement for Steam at all. It's a replacement. It's a replacement pop up for the current pop up that has some more information. But additionally, it actually saves you clicks. Oh, so, yeah, so it saves it saves you like a not I mean not a metric ton of clicks but it saves you like two or three. It's, it's like it's actually I think it's like three or four depending on what you're doing, because it like it, like for example if you're playing online and you go to a certain game server right like you're like I always go online and I have to go pick this game server I'm playing on and then click play. Well, it does all of that for you. You skip the main menu. You skip pick, picking online. You skip picking the server, right? So it's uh. The information that thing is saving you is uh, not small. Say, so according to Spinosaurus Post, it says it will yeah allow you to jump directly from the game launcher to where you left off in the Exiled Lands by pressing Continue, thereby bypassing the in-game menus. So it is it is something that comes up. It is going to be a popper that comes up with links to the forums, with links to patch notes, with links to to general information, to news and whatnot. Uh, But then it will also basically allow you to get into the game much quicker as well. I will say, like, um, the Blizzard launcher, by the way, Zen, to my knowledge, doesn't actually hang out. The, The Ubisoft one does, 
I find that more annoying. Like it'll tend to like stay. Um, what's the other? What's the other one? Who does who? Who does Apex? Oh, that's um, Epic. Oh, I don't know. Oh, is that Epic? No, it's. I don't think I so. Think I don't so. think it's Epic. No, uh, Origin. 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 Yeah. The Origin one and the Uplay one both do what Zen's saying. Where like they come up, which is fine, right? And they're they they're up, more storefronts. You launch. You launch the game, that's fine. But then when you exit the game, they're still hanging out there in your tray. They're not big. They're not big. You know, they're not eating up tons of stuff, but they're there. And I usually go close them manually after. The difference, though, is the over, like for Blizzard, like because I play Overwatch, that one comes up and it it goes away when I exit the game. Like it doesn't hang out down there. It just leaves. Um, that is the like the I think legitimate feedback I've seen is um, from people on that that feedback thread for the launcher because again this launcher is on test live only right they're they're putting it out there to have people try it out and give feedback and probably one of the better feedbacks i've seen is hey once it's launched the game it probably doesn't need to be running now i believe actually their little pop-up closes once you close the game but honestly there's no reason for it to be running once the game is launched successfully i think right Unless it's, it's something else I, you know in the what, background. I say, I, you know, I say that like out of hand, but maybe that's not true. It is telling the game to skip menus in game. Maybe it does need to be running for more than two seconds. <laughs> if it's making menu option choices for you in the game, like the last ones you did, it's maybe. possible, technically maybe. speaking, it actually does have to be in the background for enough to get you past that point right i say most of the other ones staying stay in the background for stuff like uh their own community chats like steam's community chat right. or you have well, like like steam screenshot program which right. is uh which is one of the better ones out there that you know any steam game you can take a screenshot with the same button um so some of them have reasons for hanging out but um, I, I think I think honestly, it hanging out while the game's running, I don't care. I think Overwatch does that as well. It hangs out while the game's running, but it closes when the game closes. Closes, right? And yeah. um, I believe that you, the the current Funcom one does as well. It closes when the game closes. Uh, Actually, not the king. Actually, wait for it to come back. Play something else. Five seconds. Well, Kalani, if you have to wait for it to come back, it probably means it was there. It just wasn't visible. It's probably still in memory or something. It's not going to come back on its own unless something tells it to. And exiting the game wouldn't tell it to do that. Uh, I don't know. We're we're in the age of launchers. It's true. Every every company has their own launcher. And uh, kind of whether you like it or not, that's kind of kind of where we're at anyway. Yeah, and I I I'll say this: I'm for it. I'm for it. Like, it's it's not you know at least currently it's not trying to sell you something, right? It's not trying to do anything. It's uh, saving you time by clicks. Instead of a stupid gray pop-up with four radio buttons, it's something nice to look at before I click play. And it lets you see uh, at a glance what other games this this company does, which I right. think is a smart play for them because, honestly, 
their other games could use more exposure. And, you know, there's plenty of people that play Conan Exiles because it's a rather large title that don't know about the other titles. And they might just one day load it up and be like, I wonder what the hell this is. And just click on it just to see, right? Sheer boredom. <laughs> um, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to know that there's another Conan game called Unconquered or Age of Conan, for that matter. Or that there's Secret World or Moons of Madness or the park or any of that stuff like that's i that's one of my biggest feedbacks i sent to them in a feedback form was like they need to tie their games together better instead of just being like every game they publish is like an island unto itself especially when they publish games that are actually intertwined and related to each other yeah yeah and related to each other and there's still like no linkage nothing says they did better with moons of madness like on Steam, Moons of Madness, you know, like bun- had like a bundle with Legends or something, like in in the advertisement, had like a banner or something. I was super happy to see them actually attempt to cross promote. <laughs> like, hey guys, we got other things going on. Uh, yeah, um, and I know that uh, from my personal experience, um, if I like a game by a company, I am more apt to try the other games from that company. Just, just straight up, you know, like, um, um, it, like for example, like I also play Star Trek Online, which is a, uh, which is a Perfect World title that I've tried out a couple of the other Perfect World games because of it. Or I play Lord of the Rings Online, and uh, which is now Standing Stone Games, and Standing Stone Games has, uh, they also run like uh, Dungeons and Dragons Online, or even like I said, Perfect World. Perfect World also runs Neverwinter. I played that for a bit as well. And so you are more likely to try games, especially if you see them, especially if they're like, oh, hey, by the way, these are available. All you got to do is just click install and you can really get it. Like, yeah, like that's not. Yeah, that's not hard. That's what she said. (laughs) Remember, remember, you got to come over here and look at this guy. See if it looks like this on your screen. Where are you? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? There you are. No, he left. Damn it. I turned away for one second. Who was it? He was stuck in the sitting position and just like walking around, but sitting. Oh. Like, like you know how your character sits in a chair? Yeah. But he was just walking all over the place like that. And then he sat, he was like, went behind one of these vendors. And it looked so ridiculous because his head really peeked over the table. Where the hell did he go? I don't know if he just stood up or if, or if uh, he ran off somewhere else. Be on the lookout. PJ said I've seen a few people do that when they had the event. It looks so weird. It looked like like um, picture he like he's on an invisible rascal. <laughs> like that's what it looks like. You know what I mean? I wonder if that's uh like if you sit in one of the chairs like upstairs. I'm gonna go try it out. I think he was. I think he was down here. I wonder, yeah, I wonder how you, uh, how to to get out of that. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) How to, how to break the game in a sitting position. 
can't I can't dodge or anything. I don't know. So yeah, so we got a new launcher, uh, possibly incoming. As far as we know, this was just for Conan Exiles, but because it shows all the other games that uh, that that Funcom has, that we might see it for come for the Secret World as well. Don't know. Possibly, it's not the end of the world. Wait, it had to do with the event, right? I wonder. I wonder if uh, it has to do with cake. <laughs> like, if you eat cake sitting down, does it keep you in a sitting position? It doesn't let me sit and eat cake. I don't Damn know. it! <laughs> <laughs> we we want to sit and eat cake. Um, By the way, I did get my I got my height fixed. So I can get stuck in that one spot. Oh, glorious. Now, upstairs. <laughs> I'll say, but speaking of the event, uh, they did, so based on activity and feedback, they extended the Rosenbrawl open week, week now, and it ended just this past Tuesday. It was extended until February 25th. So I assume it's all closed now, but... Uh, um, but it did go until the 25th. It went uh, now two weeks, which is not bad. More time, more time to uh, to beat up on the on the masked woman. Yeah, uh, honestly, big beating. It took a while to peter out too. Like like the investigation, like the Rosenbrock area itself. I mean, people were smacking the holy crap out of masked woman. I think like right up until it was turned off, but. Um, the actual populace in Rosenraw was uh, really high for as like I think like solid like the first week. Yeah. If if it had ended when it was going to end, I, I think I I don't think it would have been any issue. It got extended, which was great, but I think uh, you know the the general populace hanging out in the actual Rosenbrawl arena area started started to go down. Everyone was just off farming the mass woman, so there's still right. They already went through people. that first part. Yeah, I mean, you can do the investigation mission like once a day to get like a free key, but also it's kind of like, is it even worth the time? Like you can just go farm her and spend your keys. So, as all it took was one dungeon key, and um, yeah, it's open those chests. So, free players uh, get eight, uh, subscribe players get sixteen per day. But even on top of that, they're not that much. Um, they aren't that expensive. They aren't that expensive from uh, from moths to just go ahead and, you know, what are they like five hundred each key or something like that? Yeah, it's five hundred. So even then, you could just you could just keep doing it another uh, for as much uh, for as many moths as you had on top of that. So it was basically you beat her up as many times as you want. And it gave uh, leveled loot. Yeah, scaled, scaled stuff. So it was ridiculously, ridiculously well to level up in that time. Yeah, Kailani says uh, she went up 120 IP. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nuts. Which is a nice jump. Did you get stuck? Amber came and found me. I'm stuck. I'm stuck, guys. Because you're now, because you're now max height. Once we figured yeah, out you, that uh, that Andy shortened you, your regular height again. So yeah, you can only get stuck here if you're a max height male. If you're a max height female, you can't get stuck here. 
And, and it's also one of the few places I've seen Slash Stuck actually work. Um, not all the time. I forget where it is. I have, to, I have to, like, attempt to use weapons or something. Zen says, uh, more importantly about that event, so you could bring your Cabal mates into it. Yeah, we figured that out, and uh, they obviously didn't turn it off. Um, was that, yeah, you can meet up on somebody after they had already defeated the Masked Woman, and then everyone can just collect loot. But that loot was at least still leveled to the person picking it up. It wasn't leveled to the person who defeated her. I say, but really, if everyone is capable of doing it, like, 18 to 20 times per day each anyway, <laughs> they were just like, eh, eh, who cares if someone can just come in and... Um, could just come in and, uh, and grab the loot be like it doesn't matter it's, it's basically right. loot, loot for all was basically was this uh was this event it worked it worked look at me go <laughs> i saw that <laughs> it took it took a few tries yeah. it's one of the few places i can reliably get slash stuck to actually work <laughs> Since I uh, felt like it was a bit maybe exploitative, I mean it was. No, you know, one one, one could call that exploitative, but because it was leveled to your character and not to the highest person, that it wasn't super exploitative. You just mean exploitative? I probably do. <laughs> There's not a. It's not an exploitative. Yeah. And, uh... right, and you still needed to use the key yourself. So, yeah, but it's still like the other people didn't have to do the fight or anything like it would have it would have been scaled to more people. It would have been harder. So it definitely was an exploit. Uh, but one that did wasn't necessarily game breaking. Well, no, it didn't game. The, it didn't. I mean, there's lots of exploits that aren't game breaking. Right. But it. Uh, I guess, the, I mean, at least so one person had to put in the work. So I guess if you really wanted to be nice to your friends, you could help them out and just say, hey, meet up. But I don't know. At some point, I'd be like, hey, go go run your own. <laughs> or let's do group. Why am I killing this? Why, why am I doing all the work here? For doing nothing like that. That's, that's right. kind of crap. So, I mean, yeah, you're, you're exploiting your Cabal member that's doing the fight for you. That's, what, that's where the exploitation is. <laughs> Not a game exploit. It's a person exploit. Yeah. Oh, if you're getting carried, that's not exploiting. Yeah. yeah. These yeah. days, but, these but, days I mean, people like being carried anyway. Yeah. You wait two minutes for reset. So in the two minutes for reset, you just meet up on other people. No, it's a lot of zoning. I don't. Know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. That's me. I personally wouldn't do that. Uh, Table jumping up here. Yeah, it's really easy to overshoot these. So, like, but overall, um, <laughs> or undershoot. <laughs> uh, but overall, what did you think of the event? What did you guys think of the event overall? I enjoyed it. I mean, it was nice to get back into it where you don't have to invite people. It's pretty much just an open, like, everybody come on in. Let's do this. You don't have to worry about letters or anything like that. 
Wait, what? <laughs> you have to worry about letters? You know, the, the uh, normal invitation into uh, Rosenbaum. Oh, oh, yeah, that that now basically yeah. you just logged in during the time period yeah. that you got into Rosenbrawl, so we might see a, a higher Rosenbrawl population. Yeah. Um, which, as we showed, is, is very, it's, it's fun. It's just fun. And can it um, get overwhelming at times, too? Especially during our show, we had, what, how many? There's, like, what, 15 to 20 people running around? <laughs> I mean, sure. There, I mean, I've seen it with more. I've seen... Uh, I think we actually spawned two instances before. So it's like 40. Try and fix my brightness here. Yeah, you're... Uh... No, I know. It's because I have a white... I have a white thing on the screen. Yeah, you're uber white. <laughs> Ghost. Ghost Jimmy. Let's see. Okay, there's supposed to be a brightness toggle here, and there's not. <laughs> Zen says, yeah, yeah but, uh, but Zen says that they enjoyed it, and... Uh... Even they didn't find the PvP obnoxious. No, it's because it's not obnoxious PvP. I'm not a fan of PvP, and uh, I enjoyed it. Even I enjoyed it. Even I will say, yes, go Rosenbrawl. It's fun. It's good times. Um, so that came to a close, right? It was, so it was a very rewarding experience. Uh, it gave us a, not the hardest, but at least a little tricky investigation mission. Gave us new pets. Yeah, a lot of people overthought that one. <laughs> I am included in that. Yeah, I one hundred percent overthought it. Um, but it was uh, uh it was fun. It was even challenging, and uh, overall, overall, not bad. And then, right then, the boss fight, which you could just continually use over and over again. I think I think one of the hardest parts was basically trying to click on the thing on the back of the. Of the soulmate machine, that that in and of itself. Yeah, that got a little bit crazy. Yeah, that was that was uh weird. Hmm. Do that another time. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That. that I mean, I. I. One time, I had to interact through the grate, to like to the tree. <laughs> like pointing in all thing, kinds of weird directions to figure out where it is yeah like you're supposed to interact with the back of the thing <laughs> not literally put your reticle inside the Rosenbrawl arena like through the fence on the tree on the other side of the fence that was I mean when it's down by like the plug you're like alright the circuit's up here but the plug is like connected to the machine I guess clicking near the plug makes sense but when it was like through the through the fence, I was like, "What the hell?" Since I don't get why the magical spot kept floating, I'm not convinced the thing itself wasn't floating around. Meaning, like the the soulmate machine itself might have been like moving or something. I think Somehow. it might have been uh, instance based as well. Because I found that sometimes if I just, especially when the event was first going on, 
and there were more people going in and out that if I like left and came back, I found the spot a lot easier than just like trying to, you know, spending like 10 minutes trying to find. Yeah. It. Yeah. So I think it was possibly could have been like an instance thing or a, a load thing or something. I don't understand your statement, Zen. See, I'm saying doing it for the first time would be unnecessarily changing. Some people thought it was... Well, your gloves... Okay, your gloves either shrink you or make you larger, and that does affect your your reticle a bit. Especially if you use the default, which is over your head. Like, in, in default mode, the reticle is on top of your head. And so when you're, if your head is shorter or taller, right, that affects the angle that your reticle is working at. I actually find having the over-the-shoulder camera, the reticle off to the side, gets messed up actually less by height change. It's already, like, off the top of your head and over to the right. It does go up and down a little bit, but the angle of your interaction is different. Does that make sense? Like, when the reticle is on top of your head, you're always having to, like, turn your camera, like... Um, up and down. It, it, when it's off to the right, it's a little bit easier. Um, I mean, that's something that they could work on to, for next time if they run this again. So yeah, they de- that definitely needs to be looked at. As to I can why see, the I can see how that it could be confusing for a lot of people because it's constantly changing, depending if you. Because when you go in, you're like, okay, I gotta have the gloves on, and then you're constantly changing with your height, depending which gloves you're wearing at the time. I mean, I, I imagine it could be frustrating, Zen, but also if you're gonna give up and seek a world on investigation mission because you're not waving your reticle around, you're you're not gonna go very far in any investigation mission. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, you gotta click. Like, on they've all, all the they've things. all got little tricky things to them. Yeah, they've sometimes... all they've all got tricky things, or even sometimes it's just part of the investigation is just figuring out which thing to click, of the many things to click, wave your reticle over. So, He's, I mean, yeah, wave it around. The, you know? the the thing is, there there it's what I didn't understand, but I still don't understand is people that kept clicking the solvent machine, like the interaction icon changes to exposed circuit. Right, your little the, your little square interaction icon changes from soulmate to uh, exposed circuit. Yeah, but it's so quick. Depending if you're just quickly going over it. That no, is, well, is... Well, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, you don't have the right thing because it says soulmate, <laughs> right? Right. Whereas I did see people like just keep clicking the soulmate machine over and over again. It's like that's not helping you. <laughs> Yeah, I, was, I mean, I, I might have clicked one it one more time, like, you know, because you're like, it's like, go back and investigate the soulmate machine. And if you're like, you know, you go back and look at the soulmate machine and it just says soulmate. So you just try clicking on it again. But then you see the it, then it says, like, oh, trying to find a match for well, you. Yeah. Or something. Okay. So, to, so it's like, all right, fair, well, that already happened. To so, be fair, in the beginning, the be very it. first time you might have to think about it for a second, right. but especially on repeats when the spot has moved now. Yes. You at least should know second and third time you're doing it, like, I know it needs to say exposed circuit, right? So just look around for it. I think I found, uh, when I first started doing the mission, uh, like, I logged in and, and started it, and it was just like, you know, click on the soulmate machine, so I clicked on the soulmate machine, and it was like, finding, you know, finding a match. 
So this and is a, like, this is a problem. Okay. Like I I will say this is something that could use some work. People would come in and click on the soulmate to find you a match, right? Mm-hmm. And then you tell them like, hey, you need to actually pick up the investigation mission. And its yeah. first tier yeah. is click on the soulmate. You can't do that now. You have to wait for a match, kill your match, or you know at least find them and they get killed. You actually didn't have to hit anybody ever. No. That, um, <laughs> which was on purpose. Yep. Um, they made it as lenient as possible, uh, which my non-attacking character appreciated. Because um, <laughs> uh, I did do this. I did this on my pacifist character, by the way. Uh, You're like, I'm not hitting anybody. <laughs> they're not hitting anybody. I didn't even, the masked woman killed herself on, on, on me. She reflected. Nice. nice. Um, but I will say like, the problem is like you pick up the investigation mission and now it says, you know, you need a match. You would have to get, you would have to clear your first match and then go get a second match to advance the investigation mission because yeah. you'd already had it active before you grabbed the investigation mission. And that's, that's a problem. They should yeah. have, they should have structured that somehow differently, or at least made it so when you pick up the investigation mission, that it gets to overwrite the one you already had. Or right? maybe even clicking on the machine first brought up the investigation mission prompt, and then clicking, and then after you, uh, as part of it, it's kind of like uh, if you already have the thing to investigate the machine, and just clicking on the machine again made you investigate it instead of having like yeah, well, like having three pro- three separate items on the same machine instead of having them kind of overlap. Largely, I guess. Well, it's not. It wasn't three items. It was two. Well, it's just including the the investigation thing on the side. Right, investigation was on the side. Mm-hmm. There, there was two, but but the problem is there was exposed in the back. There's a regular soulmate, and then the other issue is you had to do the soulmate both for its own mission and the investigation mission, right? Because by the way, it was its own side mission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you could not, you could you could do that mission. I think every couple of minutes, just like the masked woman, it would give you cakes. The whole like find a match thing. Um, yeah, that was, that was very quickly repeatable as well. Yeah, yeah. But I mean the but the issue that I had is when I first clicked on it, um, like my first match didn't show up for like ten minutes. Like it really took its time. Well, now were you running around? In there, like fighting, or at yeah. least running around in the arena, or at least like just waiting outside the arena is basically what I was doing. And eventually, yeah, see, I was I like, "I'm gonna just gonna problem. go in and start beating people up." And eventually, it then was like, "Oh, there's your match." I think I think you had to run in. I'm pretty sure like it didn't actually start trying to match you until you were at least in uh, like the timer clicked down. Right. right. I could be so that, wrong. Someone might come along and say, "Oh, I, I stood outside and never got matched." Now, I, I, I do remember seeing people, like, be inside the arena, run out of the arena, and then it would and it matched them, right? Right, yeah. But I'm relatively sure that it didn't actually attempt to match you until you were... Until you walked like, in. So that well, could have been at least a little think, better explained, I thought. I think, even, I, I think even you had to, like, wait for the 10-second cooldown to go away. When you first walk in, there's a 10-second cooldown before you can start fighting. I think once that 10-second cooldown is up is when it starts trying to match you. I did get some crazy fast matches. Right, and after I, you know, did that the first time and then, like, the you know, the second match or the third match, like, they started to become a lot more um, 
a lot more frequent. And then, so it, it was, it became like a variable time after a while. PJ, you had to ruin it. You said I was always standing outside until I had a match. <laughs> so well, maybe it took longer like that. Maybe, maybe that was a, yeah, a longer. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. All we know is that uh, the first I'm time sure I did it. How it's, uh, code works. Yeah. The first time I did it, I was like, what am I supposed to be waiting for? Like, what's going to happen? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Well, one of my alts, one of the... Like, like, I am I doing something wrong? Is the game doing something wrong? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I went to run the investigation, and I literally ran in. My timer clicked to zero. The guy in front of me had, like, almost no health left. We made an instant match, and I punched him, and he died. <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> the fastest... Congratulations! The fastest clear of that tier, like, ever. Literally, like... Investigation mentioned soulmate walk in ten nine six six five three two one punch done like match punch done <laughs> ran right back out to go to go do the rest of the investigation mission it was it was crazy meanwhile I had people be like oh I was in there for like fifteen minutes and didn't get a match or something I'm like I don't want to talk about <laughs> the other thing is I think I you know even if I had longer times I didn't notice because I was in there fighting anyway because you were already in there fighting yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't tell you if I ever had like a, a ten minute one or not because I really wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, it's also with all the bloom effects and everything on the pixels and stuff going around. It's easy to lose track of the heart trails. Really, I never had a problem losing track of the heart trails. Well, if you don't notice that at first when it's going from you to your match, I and... lost it a couple times and just yeah. ended up being like, "Oh, you just beat up your match," and I was like, "I did. Okay, great, awesome. Let me run back." Yeah, because if you're not well, paying attention, because, you're just looking around. That's because as long as you were in their vicinity, so you so the hard trail goes to them, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you get near them, it'll it'll update your tier saying you found your match. At right. that point, if they die, you win. By any means, like by any can, means, yeah, they could run away like on the other side of the thing, and someone else kills them on the other side of the arena. As long as you found them before they got dead. You you complete the tier. Same thing for the uh, for the ten like like you know do ten kills whatever in uh, in one of the matches. It really didn't matter. You just if anybody if any ten people really died, you got credit for it. No matter you know you just had to be in the right. area when it happened. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty it's pretty uh, lean. So it was though. very loose. It it was very loose and. Uh, I mean, not not a, that's not a bad thing. That, that certainly wasn't a bad thing. It, like it felt good. It felt rewarding. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's intentionally that way, right? It's, it's. it's uh, and I think it's just make it makes it fun. That and like the lack of a cooldown. Uh, I think the lack of a cooldown makes it makes it uh, fast. fast. Right. Yeah. So if you die, you can just run right back in. You don't need to yeah, really like, wait. Get back here. <laughs> yeah. You're like, where is he? Where is he? He was already down, like, almost no health. Go back in. That was the other thing, too. Like, uh, Third two punches and they're done. People aren't running away and or have a chance to kill back up. You can run back in and get revenge really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then even if, even if they did run away, if they ran out of the arena, they were still vulnerable for a couple of seconds. How many people out yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> did I see get beat up outside the arena? <laughs> this did a couple. Like, there was one one time on stream, like this guy was running away, and like I, I just. I shouldn't have. It was kind of a dick thing. It was too funny. Like, I was just chasing him, like, the whole way as he exits the arena. Finally, he's back. And he dies. And you're like, ha! And you're like, ah, oh, you. you know, that probably wasn't the nicest thing in the world, but it was really funny. <laughs> it was like, but... Whatever. Like, I, I wasn't doing it to be an asshole, but it wasn't until after I did I was like, eh, that's probably kind of an asshole thing to do. But simultaneously, it's not like they. It's, it's, it's like not a, like. It's not like they were really inconvenienced that much anyway. <laughs> no, they respawn like out of combat. You know, on the side, you can just run without running through the arena. You know, right. So at that point, they they should be fine. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like a like a, you know, dog chasing the postal truck. You know, and you catch it, and you're like, sure. Was this yeah. really a good idea? I don't know. <laughs> um. I had it happen to me as well. I remember, like, you know, uh, using the dash to make it to Tabla Rasa door to, like, in, like, get away before they could kill me. <laughs> Trying to rob them of that one last kill. Works works both ways. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It was kind of fun. Uh, so, so yeah. So, so, the event came and went. Uh, lots of loot to be had. So much loot. Tons of loot. Tons of loot. And, I was um, helping people get that mission, by the way. Like, I think the final night, the night before. Oh yeah, last the last night of it. I was like, someone someone was watching my stream and had it logged in yet. Like, or I mean, they hadn't logged in the game in a while. They're like, oh, and I was like, well, the good thing is, open a week, you at least get the Rosenbrawl. Explained how Rosenbrawl work. You normally get an invite, and like, you'll just have it. Yeah, you'll get it, and then if you come back a year from now, you used to be able to go into Rosenbrawl. And they're like, crap, I should get out of bed and come join the game. <laughs> and they did. They came in the game and, like, walked them through, you know, the investigation mission, where to click, you know, fighting people, making sure now, they got a match. During that time period, they uh, basically removed the, the mission for um, yes. being able to invite other people. Because it was kind of a moot point, you know. <laughs> like everyone, well, everyone not, was invited. Not just it was a moot point; you couldn't actually do it. Like if you took that mission, you can't invite a player because all players are invited. Right, right. So, like, you literally could not complete that mission if you picked it up. That was the problem. <laughs> That's why they disabled it because it actually wasn't able to be completed. So it was actually kind of getting in the way. Yeah, point. people would pick it up thinking I'm gonna go invite somebody, or at least you know get this turn in completed, and they're like, no matter who I click on, I can't invite them. It doesn't it doesn't work. But you invite them, but it doesn't complete the mission because they're already invited, because everyone's invited. <laughs> so I because everyone already was yeah. I think it's back on now. So if you manage to find someone that wasn't on during Valentine's, um. Uh, Clanny said I was wondering how I was going to complete that. You had a, she had it from before the event. Yeah, you have to. Uh, you could find someone now potentially. Of course, a much larger populace of the game actually has their invite. I say I know I still have an invite to give out, but right, but for now finding somebody who needs to be invited, it's like yeah, who knows. 
And I crashed. Of course I did. Serves me right for uh, for updating oh. updating my NVIDIA drivers. Well, I think Kalani just a- answered Zen's question. People are trying to invite people less than level 15, but don't even invite those. Kalani in- invited a level 7. So the level 15 was a requirement to do the investigation mission, not a requirement to get into Rosenbrawl. Okay, yeah. Um, right. Anybody could have got in. Yeah, I think I think you could be any level and get the invite, but you needed to be fifteen to do the investigation mission, which was a big hint in the investigation itself. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah, I remember at one point being like, like, "Do I need to run to Tokyo?" And I ran to Tokyo, and then I got there, and I was like, "I'm not running to Tokyo. This is for level fifteen plus." I feel like people didn't view the timer. As the clue, it should have been. And the, right, right, the timer as well that said, uh, you know, it might be nearby because you don't have much time. People who were less than 15 didn't get auto invite? Hmm. I don't know about that. My brand new player that I got to 15 certainly. Well, I don't even know. My alt that I made, I don't even think. I mean, they heavily specify that you had to at least be level 15. Yeah, I don't think you... I didn't get, like, an auto message, but I was able to go walk up to Tabarasa and, like, pick it up. I don't think it has a level rec. That, yeah, what is saying. It didn't activate the, S, the SMS message until level 15. Like, the notification. But you can still walk up to Tabarasa and, like, click on it. Because if you if you don't have the mission, he actually has the mission outside the thing. Like if you didn't have the SMS message, which my character did not. Did we cover this on the other stream, right? Had I already made my character then? I think so, yeah. I, I, I made a brand new character, I mean, random pull 15. You made so many guide. characters anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it took like four hours. I, I, I made a brand new character, I ran it up to level 15, and then I ran the mission and got the achievement uh, for avoiding all the stuff. Okay. Just to show it was doable, you know, with no flicker. With no extra no stuff, right. No sprint, you know, nothing, just just base. That's actually the one achievement I did not get. No! I tried, I tried, and... Um... You should have watched my video. I should have. <laughs> Actually, uh, there were I, a few people I got messages from that were like, hey, thanks to the video, like I got the achievement now. Well, I tried and I got really far into it. And then because, um, you know, if you messed up, you could just be like, you could just teleport back and it would reset. So you could just keep trying over and over and over and over and over again. And right. so and so I was doing that. I was trying over and over again, you know, getting the best path, figuring it out. And I got to the very end. And I was avoiding all, like, you know, the, the, the really big ones there at the end. And um, I got hit. And I was like, okay, it's like, I need to teleport back. And then it immediately was like, oh, but here's the next step. And I was like, god dang it. Oh, you went through the doorway. I was near enough to the doorway. And I finally got hit, like, right next to the doorway. And then it just went to the next part immediately. And I was like, you know what? I'm not trying this again. <laughs> Uh, 
let's see. Foster it says they like... make so much easier to get. Let's see. Uh, it's a, a new contender. A new contender uh, seems to be back up and going again. So it's, you can pick it up again. It wasn't actually available for pickup. Right. And the machine is no longer here. No. It's disappeared back into wherever it went. The pocket dimension. Yes. So it goes. It's not hanging out. I'm sure they'll bring this. I'm sure they'll bring this event back. Of course they will. We have no reason not to. Really, it's a. It's just a fun event. And it's a new. Yeah. And it's a new uh, holiday-based investigation mission. Right. Yeah. Of course. A hundred percent expected to uh, come back. Sort of like as we're seeing now for the right, the the Christmas has a, that new investigation mission. New, it's not really new anymore. Um, this is it for the second time. That every equinox we see a return of the uh, the envoys of Avalon. They come back. We're starting, so we're starting to see more recurring events, yearly and or bi yearly recurring events. Right, Always just a, right. just a good reason just to come back. Just come back in the game if you haven't played in a while. Just another reason. Um, what is the next event? What would be the next event? Let me take a look. Well, um, anniversary, right? Anniversary? We have April Fools before then. They like oh, to. Right, yeah. The anniversary is in June. Right. Yeah, like Jimmy said, there's um, probably uh, April Fools. April Fools. They'll probably, I mean, they might do something for April Fools. I mean, that last April Fools was huge. Last April Fools was the it was the Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> and the Tank yeah, Commander. Exactly. Uh, so we might see that. It could be the anniversary. It could be April Fools. Something, something to go on in there. Um. Or is it right? The equinoxes. When when is the next equinox? The vernal is in March, so that will be the next thing. <laughs> the next event will be the uh, the vernal equinox for the envoys of Avalon. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Now, when it will st- when it will start exactly, don't know, but it will. It's probably. I mean, I assume it'd be similar to to last year. Let's see. Last year, it started. Um. Did I not actually mark that down when that started? That's not like me. You monster. I know, right? No. I try I try to mark down everything. 
So I'm not sure. I'm not sure when it did uh, last March, but since they do it for the for the equinoxes, that it will come for the equinoxes at least. Right. Around around March nineteenth, around that time. Um. Is it a talisman giving event? No, it's it's basically not running talisman. But if you haven't done it before. You're gonna get um, cruel delight, cruel delight. a yeah. blue cruel delight, and a blue uh, what, the what the hell's the other one? Thirst. Signal of thirst. It does have lore. It has it's in occult defense. Yep. It, it's basically it it's basically an occult defense uh, event, essentially. Well, it's where occult defense came from. It did, yes. Like. It deployed with that. Um, so, yeah. So I always think of the autumnal one because I believe that's when it started. It started with the autumnal equinox. Yes, correct. Um, which that started September... 20th last year so it'll happen it'll happen I don't see any reason why it wouldn't unless they just forget about it <laughs> like oh yeah we need to turn that on don't we <laughs> no I, I don't imagine that will happen no I imagine no. people do their job there or they might that's, that's activate it early be... yeah right say... anything, if anything they activate stuff early that's right like, eh, have it longer. Like this one, just, eh, have it, have it earlier, have it longer. It's just enjoy it. Just have fun. Um, so we're also seeing that uh, a lot of Funcom games are currently on sale right now. They announced uh, there is a week-long Funcom sale going on. It is going on until Monday. And so Conan Exiles is currently 50% off, and all their DLC is 25% off. Uh, Mutant Year Zero is 50% off, and Mutant Year Zero's expansion, Seed of Evil, is 30% off. Moons of Madness is 30% off, and uh, Conan Unconquered is 40% off. Um, Hide and Shriek, of all that's still free to play. Hide and Shriek is still free to play. The Park is 50% off. Longest Journey and Dreamfall are all are 60% off. So it's just a whole bunch of Funcom is uh, they're having a whole bunch of sales this week. So if you haven't picked up any of the games, go check them out. Um, I have not played Conan Exiles. I, I call there's a reason I call Moons of Madness Moons and not Mom because Zen just wrote in chat Mom is about eighteen dollars. <laughs> heavily taken out of context. <laughs> oh, is she? Uh. <laughs> I I prefer to just call it Moons for short, as opposed to Mom. <laughs> yes, that's that's my personal preference. So no, I haven't played haven't played Age of Conan, uh, haven't played Anarchy Online, and I haven't played Conan Exiles. Every all the other ones I have though. Oh, what are we doing? We're gonna do the story mode raid. I'm a healer. Let's do this <laughs> again. I'm a tank. I mean... <laughs> That's my role in life. 
So, yeah, so there's a good sale going on. Uh, other than that, that's basically... No, we had a couple more. But it's about the offer from Funcom. The the currently the the offer is currently being made. That started February twentieth and runs till March sixteenth for the offer for ten cent to buy Funcom in whole. So we probably won't hear anything until March sixteenth about whether that was fully um, fully went through or not. Probably. I, I kind of assume it will, but I yeah, mean, I guess we'll it's like see. they legally they probably have to wait until yeah the end of whatever offer period they got. Right, I mean that makes sense. Right, so we probably won't hear anything about the uh, anything until March sixteenth. Um, Shop Chop, they pushed back most likely because of the offer from Tencent to to purchase. Um, that's not. You know, that's not an official answer. That's just what we assume. It's an it's a educated guess. It's it's a good assumption, though, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, ha- basically launching a game right when your company is, you know, in the process of possibly being bought over, that just can get in the way a little bit, so. They also haven't done any streams in uh, a while now. In a while, true, yeah. Actually, and they had uh, a really like solid, uh, you know, schedule. Nicole actually uh, mentioned that in a tweet, I think, uh, yesterday or the day before. Yeah, she just said she might uh, stream on her own. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they were doing just... stuff like they were doing like um, painting streams. Yeah, well, they had and... they had certain days set for certain studios, and uh, you know, the Conan ones constantly had like, uh, you know, the the lead designer on there talking about like the updates and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they're still doing stuff on the game; they're just not having the streams right now. Just can only assume it's kind of like a media like lockdown until right stuff is until away. Um, so, so again, hoping hopefully that that comes back after eh, after they figure out what's going on with. We're just <laughs> we jumping now. That's what we're doing. Yeah, we're waiting for the invisible barrier to go away. Look, looking down on Times Square, jumping. Oh, that was cool. I felt like the same pace as the uh, subway car. It's like a physics lesson somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> in a vacuum a feather falls right there's a there's a moons and a park bundle really interesting I mean they are like a, a similar style uh, moons is far more interactive but it's still a, a um that, you know, first person walking around exploring. Okay. I made it. Funcom horror pack. I can see that. All right, guys, stand up here. Stand, stand with me. Let me just wait. Wait. In you. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and see. one, one Manny to kill them all. <laughs> one Manny to find them. And in the darkness, uh, burn the shit out of them? I don't know. Bind the, the shit out of them, yes. 
I just realized I hadn't done my story mode raid yet this week. I, I, I assumed you guys hadn't either. No. Good assumption. Good assumption. And honestly, like even if you're like E17, like you're doing red gear or something, like the loot from story mode, the first time is for the week is actually pretty good. I think Zen's link got got blocked. Oh yeah. You try to link to the the package. The deal. bundle. The bundle. Setting up a bundle. No linking to your package. <laughs> yeah, we don't <laughs> want to like see that, that package. Yeah. It's not allowed. So, but we also found out uh, that they will be having a the fourth quarter 2019 presentation uh, will be going on tomorrow on Funcom's Twitch stream uh, 5 p.m. CET, which is 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific, or 8 a.m. Pacific. I always look forward to those. And they're not long either. Those streams are usually like, what, a half hour? They're, yeah, they're fairly succinct. They're just about, they do actually do some Q&A, like very small. They do. They do. Yeah, they will answer questions from the, uh, from whoever shows up as well. Um, they oftentimes can't answer questions you really want answered, but I mean, that's pretty normal. right. That's your standard uh, company speak. Why are you finding them back there? I was looking uh, for the bundle. <laughs> <laughs> Just let him let him come up to the buffs. Oh, ah, bah, humbug! You died. I did. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> no, but I found it. <laughs> the Funcom Horror Bundle. There you go. Which has the combination the Park and Moons of Madness for yes twenty one fifty eight. Ember has left me too. Wow. I was standing out of the stuff there. I don't think I don't think you brought self healing. No. We don't need no self healing. I mean Who uses that? I have a cruel I have a max cruel light. You needed something apparently. Because <laughs> you died. I mean, but right now, uh, that bundle isn't necessarily, you know, it, like it saves you two, two, two fifty. It's it doesn't save you a whole metric ton. Two fifty. Yeah, an entire two fifty. Well, doesn't save on. you that's a whole bunch a more, but that's because they have the fifty percent one going on right now. I'm sure that bundle might save you a little more. Another time. Right. Right. Because it says immerse yourself in horror this Halloween season. So this bundle has been around for a while. Yeah, man. Like these are like five k distillates. This is better distillates than you get from an E ten dungeon. Zuberry, <laughs> what are you doing? Come, come loot your loot your loot. 
the filthy tan army combat jacket. Who tried to tell me they could fall off this edge? Someone tried to tell me that. It's not it's not possible. You can't fall off the edge fighting fighting lurker. It's got an invisible wall. <laughs> you can totally fall in. I don't know. How many uh, how many walls are there that you can break into? I mean, lots, but you can't like the way you break them is stuff like Krampus rocket and stuff like and then you're just getting over them usually, not through them. You know what I mean? Yeah, cuz they only go up so high. Basically they only go up so high usually and and the invisible walls. And if you're hit, if you're at the top of the skybox, you can come down the other side of one. Or you can find a hole somewhere. Yeah. Something's not walled off correctly. Yeah, because I remember there was one Halloween. Uh, it was like years ago when they first, I think it was when they first did Halloween. And when you go into that basement room of one mission, uh, if you go into the oh, closet. I, the you, spooky stories. Yeah. And you go to this one little section of the room that you can actually, like, glitch through and then you're like in this open nowhere room area it goes on forever <laughs> like the uh the matrix i just like how the illuminati have a giant billboard because like, why not yeah <laughs> just says fun fact 98 percent have no idea like that's their billboard <laughs> <laughs> yeah in your face. Hide in plain sight. Not even not even trying. Not even trying to hide. I you think you saw me Krampus rocket there a little bit. Wonder if I can get up on top where that the You see the flappy bird? You got you guys have noticed the flappy bird, right? That's in this instance? Uh, right here. Up up here on the ledge above the uh above the screen. Oh yeah. Just hanging out there. Oh, yeah. They're like, everything's taken care of, except that guy. I also wonder if the what's in a name, 1036x88612 minus 1, x equals 1. Like, what is that about? <laughs> Someone figure that out and tell me. 1036x88612. <laughs> Minus one x equals one. I mean, probably, probably have that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You guys, there was a flappy bird, like the ones we haven't killed yet. There's only four, not eight. And in E10, there's only three, not not four. <laughs> the ones, the ones that we haven't killed yet. I launched. I launched up. I'm in the sky. Okay, even if you kill two on the way, that's still only six. It's still not eight, Zen. I, was... <laughs> I stopped counting after five. <laughs> <laughs> you have a weird math system. Anything after five is eight. Got it. Good to know. <laughs> 
I want to see if I can rock it back down, like, inside the lurker, maybe? Ew. <laughs> I just want to see if I can actually fall down there. What is a cooldown on a Krampus rocket? Uh, it's like a minute or something. Too long. Yeah, it's a minute. I'm coming down right now. Come on. Move me I over. See you oh, you bastards. It didn't move me over. Oh, but it triggered the airplanes for me. It that was weird. <laughs> I heard them go by. Yeah, I did too. I heard you falling That's... down, right, to the to the airplane noise. I was like, That's Oh, man, fun. if I could land on the airplane, I would be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did figure out a, a strat. Uh, so... It takes it takes a minute to come back down because you have to wait for the Krampus rocket, right? right? So my strat that I want to try at some point is if between between phase one of the fight and phase two, like right where you fight the birds, if if you lost your tank, like say like in an E five or an E ten run, if you lost your tank, theoretically, someone could stand on this middle one, jump. Krampus rocket up, which puts you out of combat, swap to tank, Krampus rocket back down, and be your new tank by the time you need them in phase three. Because you really don't need <laughs> okay. All right. tanks in phase in phase two. Um so that's that's my that's my strat. My my we lost a tank, let's make like make someone a new a tank in the middle of the fight. Just by Krampus rocking out, like, <laughs> up, changing the tank, and shooting back down. I think it'd be great. It's theoretically possible. You, like, in, in the, um, in the higher tiers of the raid, you, you only have three birds, but you wait to kill the third bird. Because if you wait until after it does three downfall casts, you don't get a shadow out of time. Like, the boss just comes down ready to fight. For whatever reason. Um, Black Spike figured that out way back in TSW when the raid, like, uh, the Nightmare Raid. They, they figured out the, the, the wait for three downfalls for whatever reason. I don't know why that timing works, by the way. No idea. I'm actually kind of surprised being all the way up here. Like, I'd expect there to be more to this zone, and there just isn't. Well, you can, I can see, like, if you look on the stream right now, there's the, uh, where the art doesn't continue down. Like, right there. Are you, wait, are you up? I am. Did yes. you rock up? Nice. I did. <laughs> so, there, the place to really, like, get out of bounds is actually sort of near the beginning. Um, when you first run out of the subway, there's, like, a trash can next to the fence and so you can rock it up and then drop down on the other side of the fence and that lets you run around uh, and see what else is around in the world but yeah there's not there's not a ton no there's like they build what you can see basically yeah it's they, they built the set pieces it's uh there's a couple of buildings that are in the background that uh you know instead of being like a flat background they're actually like you know um 3D buildings. 
3D buildings concentrically further and further away. It actually has depth. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike New York, where, like, the outer layer around the water is just uh, a painted wall. Yeah. Did you ever see Dark City? Yeah. That's what... If you went Krampus Rocket in New York, that's what it reminds me of. Because the like the water is all held in by this wall, you know? <laughs> and the wall is just painted to look like buildings. And totally, when you're in the air above New York and look down, it totally reminds me of the end of Dark City when you realize that city's not, you know, well Earth. that'd be majorly spoilery. But <laughs> that movie's been around a long time. Yeah, I think we got past the spoiler. I think part. you're okay. Yeah, I think yeah. you think we're all right by this point. It's it's like not even on Earth. It's like its own entity floating in space, basically. So like the the water, the ocean you go visit is just water like caged in. So um, yeah, I don't know. That New York always reminds me of that. Me falling also triggered the uh, triggered the fighter jet noise as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't know like why that happens. <laughs> Just something uh, also, crossing a barrier creates, you know, creates the noise probably, to happen. Probably, probably I don't know. something somehow. Which means yeah, that the planes that. themselves might be physical objects. Yeah, the problem is, are they physical objects that are solid or not? Probably not. Because, <laughs> like the <laughs> tanks, for example, you see roll by in the beginning, are not solid. I've gotten out of bounds there, and they just they just go through you. They're like, you're not supposed to be up this high. We're like, well. Not supposed that could to. could be right, Zen. They probably have a noise tied to a trigger or something flying through it. <laughs> it's probably true. But that's what I mean. So it has to be something flying through it. I'm going to go check up on Dave's screen, like this mission says. Actually, you should, too. Uh, Ember should, so we can show the... uh, If you pick up the mission at the rubble... There's, like, a purple mission at the rubble. You can pick that up, and then you go talk to Screed, and you get, like, the the ending cinematic. It ties in nicely with your tweet from before. It does, yes. My tweet was was Dave Screed-themed. I have that shirt from the E10 rate achievement. It's a shirt that says Screed was right. It's like a newspaper. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen that one. Talking about him, he's a good character. Here, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll find this shirt and show it to you. Just waiting for Ember to load in. Hiroshi Rebel Girlfriend. Yeah, I think that's honestly just a Lumi, a Lumi agent. I don't think his, his girlfriend's really an android. I'm pretty sure it's just 
He literally has an Illuminati hand. Or like, that's his girlfriend. I think there might be something that says that somewhere. I don't remember. Should I be more of a dragon? I don't think so. But I think the Lumi like directly feeds him info because anything he puts out is instantly disbelieved. Like Screed is whether he wants to be or not, Screed is an Illuminati asset. It's kinda like he's he's putting out the truth, but because it's coming from him, people don't believe it's the truth. Right. Specifically because it's coming from him. Here, Mikey, come over here. You guys are the same Nice. <laughs> trying to see, trying to see if I can make out the text that's like even it's smaller. It's pretty blurry. It's just supposed it's to be like very, pictures. yeah. Did you get the mission ember or get get the cinematic uh, thing? I haven't. Yeah, I thought you were in the laundromat. That's why I was waiting for you. I think we are. I think you're in a different instance. Okay. <laughs> but if you just walk up to him, it'll trigger. Yeah. There you go. David Screed is the 2%. Because our billboards say 98%. <laughs> Dave Screed is a 2%. There's not much we could do about it. I mean, yes, we can kill him. But then some other wacko would just pop up and take his place. Look, Cassini is all over this guy. We know he exists. We know he's getting information from somewhere he shouldn't. And most importantly, we know you'll take care of it when the time comes. So that says that his... Uh, that, you know, she's not feeding him the information then. Because we know he's Maybe. getting information from somewhere he shouldn't. There's, I think it's the broadcast mission where you investigate his computer. Right? For the number station. Right. When you do that, I think you can get to some files on his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, you totally can. I, I, I think. I don't know, I remember seeing more information elsewhere that made me think the girlfriend is... Well, she could still be plant. someone. She may not be an Illuminati plant, but she could be someone's plant. I mean, I, I suppose that's true. Since Zen said that's why I think she's a dragon. Mm, I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible in Secret World. Anything's <laughs> possible. They're all possible. I, I will say this. the dra Like, okay, so the dragon are who were keeping Tyler Freeborn's blog up. Went up to the Lumi, tried to shut it down. Literally just a dick with the Lumi. <laughs> right. And, like, you read that as a dragon going through the Tyler Freeborn stuff. Like, yeah. They literally just keep putting him back up. Not not because they have any particular, like, you know, love for Tyler Freeborn or what he's doing. They just, it just pisses off the Illuminati and they like that aspect of it. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, fair. Poor Ember. If for no other reason, they can all just dick around with each other. I'm gonna meet up on Ember. He's like, he's on stream like by himself. Somehow we ended up in a completely different New York instance than him. Yeah, you guys were all by myself. All by myself. 
all by myself. I do have that song on the key for. <laughs> I was doing the, the Green Day song. <laughs> you went a different direction. I went. Uh, I went the classic. Yeah. <laughs> We don't want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't want any uh, infringement going on. Uh, <laughs> uh, good times. So yeah, so that's basically all the news that we had. Um, there's going to be a new launcher along the way. That uh, Rosenbrawl was extended until the 25th. That there will be the fourth quarter two thousand, the fourth quarter of two thousand nineteen presentation will take place tomorrow uh, on Funcom's Twitch channel. Check that out if you can. It, like it's only a half hour, usually only a half hour, and um, they usually have pretty good information in there. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes that's where they like they launch information. Sometimes that's where they actually like give out a whole bunch of information. That's where we figured out first about. Um, Moons of Madness was from an, mm-hmm. the investor report. Um, and also, uh, a whole bunch of other game, the co-op game. The only information we've gotten about that, I think, has been from there. Right. And even that was, they said, was pushed back now. Right. But or I'm saying like, we will did, be pushed back. Yeah. We did get some info. Um But not just not a lot, right? But overall, they don't want to use it as like we're going to use our investor report to publicly tell of launched games. No, nah, that's not no, but what they want to do. But but it does make sense to tell the investor like we're doing this, right? Yes. Like we have plans. We're not sitting on our our hands or anything. For anything that is uh, as much of a uh, as much of a roadmap as you can get, the investor report is pretty much it. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly here's what we're working on here's what we just released here's how well it did here's what we plan on doing yeah and of course as we said you could go on to steam then there are plenty of steam sales that are also going on until monday so that's basically the news the news news, news that we found anyway i like how that civilian said uh Everything is true? Everything? Really? <laughs> I feel like that's a, almost like a, a Assassin's Creed thing. <laughs> Everything I mean, is true. <laughs> Nothing is forbidden. Uh, Secret World, everything is true in Secret World, right? Like That's kind of the Secret World motto is everything is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy's like everything. Everything. Yes, that's right. Even as we discussed on Discord this past week, monsters throwing poop at you because that <laughs> happens more often than you would think in this game. People are not paying attention to their cast bars. No. 
when someone is attacking you and the cast bar says fecal splatter, <laughs> it's pretty clear that mountain that mountain troll is throwing his poop at you. That was a pretty funny uh, conversation in Discord because someone someone said something about it and someone was like, no, that doesn't happen. Like, yes, it does. Let me go find the screenshot. I loaded up the game just, just to go in Carpathian Fangs and find... find You're like, it, w- it wouldn't be an MMO if they didn't mention poop in there somewhere. Yeah. It has to be. They have to. Well, there's the, I think one of the ghoul champions in the Siege Farmland does it too. Like... The ghouls and trolls are, you know, <laughs> nasty little buggers. They throw poop. What do you say? I'm kind of surprised the the uh, gorillas in in the docks don't. Right, you'd figure. You'd I'm figure if there, sure if there'd be do. anyone. I'm pretty who sure they might. don't. <laughs> it would be it would be uh, simians. You figure. But no. Oh, that's what it was. Zen point of the black water is a term for sewer poop, and that started the ball rolling. The worst of the balls. <laughs> that was the 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 golem in shadowy forest. It's like at the end, the the it's blocking a sewer pipe. Well, of course, it's a sewer pipe, right? Like, what else would the golem be made of? It's a sewer pipe. It's like, um, uh, what movie was that? Dogma? Dogma. Say, so cross his fingers. Uh, JG says, cross his fingers about a new area talked about tomorrow. You never know. Like I said, they probably, yeah. they probably wouldn't, they probably wouldn't during the investor report, but. I think they would save that for like its own thing. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I'm trying to remember when we found out. I think we knew about... I want to say... We might not have known where it was, but I think we knew about South Africa as far as, like, it was a new zone coming, being worked on. I think we knew before an investor report, didn't we? I think so, yeah. I I know it was mentioned in the investor report, but I don't I don't know if that's where we found out about it. Let's see. Because they announced South they announced, they announced South Africa uh mid March. Which wouldn't really coincide with any um quarterly investor report. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think they I think it made it in the next report, you know, where they talked about it or something. Oh yeah. Well if they already announced South Africa and then South Africa released um, April. Actually, it wasn't long. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. That's Funcom's MO with, with when it comes to Secret World is when they announce something, they then come out with it very shortly after. So right, South Africa was do, announced. But remember, they had a teaser, though, that, that the reason they, they don't did. have a roadmap anymore, that that teaser like in December or something, that that one screenshot that everyone flipped out. Oh, of. okay, yeah. So I'm saying, like, we didn't okay. know it was South Africa, but we knew... Something. The new zone was being worked on, and I'm trying to figure out if the fact that there was a new zone being worked on was announced on an investor report. 
or maybe or was or was announced prior to that. I do know the most information, which, which granted it's delayed now, but the most information we ever got about the new co-op game was from was from one of the investor reports. It even had yeah. like some kind of screen, like not really a screenshot, more like a like a mock-up or something. Right, because they, they, some... they will say that. Yeah, they'll just be like, and here we're working on this project, which is potentially based on this, but we haven't fully announced it yet. Um, yeah, they've done that plenty it was of times. When, it was when they announced that the co-op game was going to be uh, like the Mutineer uh, property. What is it? No. Mutineer Zero. What is the property called? Just Mutant, I think. Chronicles or something? Yeah. No, I thought that I thought that was based on something else. I thought that was based on another IP. I don't think so. Or is Mutant Chronicles not the same as Mutant Year? Mutant Year Zero is like a, I think, um, it's a spin off the main one. Right? I think that's what it was. Yeah, Mutant Chronicles is. But, but Mutant Chronicles is is the 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 main the main IP. Mutant Year Zero is like you know, I guess pre maybe pre Mutant Chronicles. I don't know. Let's see, uh, but yeah, Mutant Chronicles, I believe, is supposed to be the IP for co for the co op one. If I if I remember correctly, I'll do some I'll do some Wiki, Wikipediaing here, like the professionals that we are. <laughs> <laughs> Actual journalists. Uh, technically, no. It says Mutant Year Zero, or Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden is a turn-based tactical role-playing video game developed by uh, Bearded Ladies, published by Funcom, based on the tabletop role-playing game Mutant Year Zero. But Mutant is a series of Swedish role-playing games. Yeah, but that's the IP that they got. I'm I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure. Mm, publication date 1984 Mutant 1993 Mutant Chronicles. So, so that means that they are basically, yeah. That that uh, Mutant Year Zero would be a spinoff, but both are based on the same mutant campaign setting right right and what I'm saying so what I'm saying is uh, I swear like it was and it was a small blip small blip it was on one of the reports and <laughs> Lincoln you miss it yeah yeah and it was literally like a screen like a like a a screen with like a banner image or something. It's like this, and they they said a little bit about the the co op game and like what it was going to uh, like just a tiny bit more like other than just co op like a little bit more about the style of co op it was going to be and the and the IP it was going to be and I believe it was going to be the the mutant IP. I mean, from playing Mutant Year Zero, it's a fun. It's a fun world. It's a pretty fun idea. Yeah, I like it. 
Man, I would have to like go through. I guess. <laughs> go through I mean, really, it should be it should be in the financial reports. Um. What is yeah, mutants? Post-apocalyptic. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> it's it's post-apocalyptic Sweden, basically. Well, now you can try it out. Yep, got a low, low price now. It's currently on sale. And it's a tactical game. It's a tactical game. Yeah, think um, of, uh, like, XCOM and, uh... Right. Games like it, well, it's like XCOM, but, uh, your characters are not really supposed to... They're not more randomized characters. They're, um... They have static characters. Right. Yeah, but you do get you do get a few of them. Uh, you get like you like it's not like you the static characters yes but but you get eventually like I don't remember like six or something I think if you have the DLC maybe more so you can like swap around your composition. And there was also a game that the bearded ladies were also making as well. Oh, yeah, you get multiple characters. And you can switch them around. But, like, they're not supposed to be kind of as, you know, like in XCOM, if one of them died, one of them died. And then you just got another one to replace them. That could technically still happen in Mutant Year Zero. I think. If you played on uh, maybe on harder difficulties, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. I, know, I don't I think they were supposed to. You know, on the easier ones, I think they actually uh, um, are are supposed to hang out. But uh, bearded ladies also have a new game, and it's available now. Now, now, like today. Yeah. I'm verifying. I'm verifying before I, I found it. I found it. I found what I was what I was talking about. What you got? Uh, here I'll throw this. This is from the 2019. Was it quarter? What quarter was this? Second quarter, 2019. Okay. Presentation. Um. Okay, I guess it is available. It's only available on the Epic Store. It was released February 17th. I put it in uh, Discord for you, Ember. Okay. But it's called uh, Corruption 2029, and it's now available also by the Bearded Ladies. And it's very similar to Mutant Year Zero, <laughs> at least visually, anyway. It's like uses the same engine as Mutant Year Zero. post that there so if you can throw that that picture up that's what uh that's when they actually had like a screen like any kind of visual because prior to this particular report all the other reports had like a top secret stamp (laughs) like we're working on this other project co-op shooter top secret and then they had this which right, had like a right, yes, yes. And people recognize the banner, and, and, and it says IP, Mutant Chronicles. 
um, that banner is like a symbol that's I guess if you played Mutant Chronicles you know you know that logo um, multiplayer co-op shooter and it and so if the I believe the presentation video for that one had um, a little bit a little bit more like not mm-hmm. much but like a little bit like they talked very very little about you know what it was going to be it's still like super under wraps um and of course now it's going to be pushed and now it's going to be pushed back because that was one of the first things they said is when um when tencent made the offer to buy funcom the first thing that they said was oh this this co-op shooter might get pushed back because the tencent really wants to focus on dune and really want to make well i think they want to focus on dune as well yeah like I, I don't think it's just Tencent. I'm pretty sure Funcom's like, uh, yeah. In fact, they were shopping for investors. That's just to right. be clear mm-hmm. about how this Tencent thing happened. Funcom was shopping for a money for injection. more investors. Yeah. Yeah, because I think you know they see the the potential. You got like, this movies could be... coming out. This is yeah. this is. Exiles like you, is doing really well. If we can you, throw some money at this, yeah, you think Exiles really... is big? We can make, yeah, we can make this humongous, right? So, um, it's not like Tencent came along and like you know said, "Oh, let us gobble you up" or something. Like, no, they were like, "Hey, hey, we need we need money. We want to make this better." And they basically said that, uh, right? And it was the board of investors turned around and said, "We like we like uh, the Tencent acquisition. We heavily suggest it." And uh, then we want to basically focus on Dune, Dune, all the Dune. As much Dune as you can handle. All the Dune long day. Yep. Also kind of uh, saying that Dune itself may be also another survival sandbox as well. Hollow Point! My Hollow Point! Have a good night, Hollow Point. Have a good night. Yeah, because you're on the, uh, the other, other side of the ocean. Yes. Um, but I think you... that's. Um, I don't know. I don't know about you. <laughs> that's probably most of like what we have, honestly. Yeah. But I am happy I found that. Like I wasn't. <laughs> no, I knew you were making it up. And actually, that uh, that image was yeah very fresh. Like when I saw it, I was like, "Yep, that's that's the same one that was in my head." Yeah. So the, and the IP is Mutant Chronicles. It is as opposed yeah. to like. Uh, Mutant Year Zero. I think there is a slight difference. In fact, I believe Mutant Year Zero is actually still based on the Mutant Chronicles IP, like loosely. It's just, just they just went a lighter fare. Yeah, yeah they went. They went somewhere else with the same like concepts, I guess. Yeah. Right. So they gave them more freedom to do like their own story a little bit. Um, and then Mutant Chronicles has more. Well, by logo alone, right? It's got baggage. Like, it's got its own lore, if you will. Right. Right? It'd be like if they announced a co-op shooter and you saw it on a Roti symbol, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, I know exactly what this is. Right. Yeah. So so if you played Mutant Chronicles, you would see this banner there and be like, oh, I, I know what this is. I, I now have expectations. I now have stuff I want to... Uh, talk about <laughs> so and that was actually scheduled for this year 
you look at that picture, it said 2020. Mm -hmm. So, sadly, that's not happening. Nope. I'm saying, but with the with the acquisition, I think that put a that that puts a lot of things in flux. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, there's no way it 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 doesn't. <laughs> right. There's there's no way it doesn't uh, change the 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 roadmap a little bit. Right, but not necessarily a bad way. Just no. Just in a way. <laughs> Like uh, there, there's no way that that much that that big of an acquisition will take place and nothing changes, you know. Stuff will change. It's just a question of what and to what extent, and then what uh, what tends and things that they're doing really well and what should just keep going as a pace. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, uh, like before we wrap up, I'm also really happy with the Dark Gartha changes that came in with Rosenbrawl, just as part of like the. A wrap up. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah it's like, different. They changed it to new boss I or think, whatever. I think we're still seeing new modifiers. I am at twenty one of twenty five challenges. I don't have too many left to go. Um, I say, but we did finally see um, security five, right? <laughs> security. The funny part is security five was in rotation the next day. Okay. After our stream. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like, I we're not playing. You put it's out totally there. <laughs> Um, like breaking, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Uh, so yeah, like we, it was perfect timing because we we got to announce it and the next day it actually showed up. People got yeah. to fight it. But I mean, I think we're still seeing some uh, some new modifiers. Uh, the other day, Security Five had a modifier called Swarm. That modifier is not joking around. <laughs> They, she she spawns uh, drones way faster, like in multiples. But she has that modifier. So whatever whatever drones that modifier she has, like now she's just like, uh, and then you cannot get the achievement that way, right? <laughs> well, it does make it easier to get the one achievement for having over fifteen ads alive when the boss dies. That's true. That one there's it does. Two, there's but... two separate ones. There's the one that says uh, me versus the world, which is kill any boss where there's at least 15 ads alive. Right? And that can be any boss with any ads. The one that's actually harder or more more involved is the how about a fair fight. And that's the one where you have to kill all the ads before the boss. But that's one of those multi-tier achievements where it's like, Okay, you have to kill this kind of ad and this kind of ad and this kind of ad. You know, like you check them all off. It's uh, eight types of ads that you have to do that achievement on before it completes. Kill all ads before killing the boss while these modules are active must be completed at your highest available difficulty without resetting the encounter. Yeah, so that one takes longer. You gotta wait for those ads to come up in rotation and and check them off basically one at a time. The me versus the world is difficult in the sense that you have to leave 15 things alive messing with you while you're killing the boss. Yes. <laughs> you only have to do it once, right? Whereas the other one, you have to do eight times. Right. You have to get all the ads for all the different, um, six of them being drones, but yes. Yeah, but it rarely does multiples at the, I mean, I think, 
I got well, like welder drone and intervention was today, but I already got an intervention on a previous one without welder. So I don't know. I think I most I've gotten at once maybe was two drone types that managed to like complete. And now every time it spawns, it has one of the ones I already have, and then maybe one I don't have. Um. All I'm with, I have one left to get for the the resurrection protocol for the gatekeeper. If I can get that one, I get finally get a new sprint. I do feel like they should have spread the sprints out. The damaged anima sprint, that one. Yeah. Well, I have one more to get there. I'll get that. I feel like they should have sprint spread the sprints out because, as it stands right now, when I finish the achievements, I'll get basically two sprints at exactly the same time. Hmm. If you if you look at uh, general, you have a B out of time, which right. says complete all the accomplishments, and then you have one that says complete beat of time and darkest timeline. Well, I already have darkest timeline done. So and that will give you the consuming creep. Yeah, consuming creep. The other one gives you fungal infestation. So do we know what any of these uh, sprints actually look like yet? <laughs> I has, has anyone achieved them? Someone, I think someone has one of them. I th- which I can only imagine it's gotta be the. It's gotta be the one from the gatekeeper, the damaged anima. I think I think Dreneth has the damaged anima. Okay. Just want to know what it looks like. At what IP can you do Dark Agartha? Uh, E1. E1. Mm-hmm. If you're level fifty, you can do Dark Agartha, basically. There should be a. a uh, a mission called A Step in Time. I think it's at the Paragon board the first time. In Agartha? Paragon Activities board? Sorry, I didn't see that. Uh, I do think Dune will be a good IP. I think Dune... There's also, like, two... At least two Dune movies coming. Like, uh, you know, a Dune 1 and then, like, a like a sequel coming. Uh, it's a good time to launch Dune. Yeah, the Shadow Trafficker, Clayney. Otherwise, you get them. Uh, well, that's where you go f- with the mission, but I think you pick it up. I think you pick up the mission on the board. Um, and Zen, your Anima Drain mystery. Um, so, if he has Anima Drain, he will always go. He will drain you and go to look like he's trying to heal the the tree. But it's only if he has the distribution modifier that he actually heals himself. So if he has Anima Drain, he'll drain you and go heal the tree. If he has Anima Drain and Anima Distribution modifiers, he will drain you. And while he's healing the tree, he'll also heal himself. So the achievement is for impairing the part where he heals himself. Today, he only had the Drain modifier. So that achievement was not something you could go for. Because that anima redistribution modifier wasn't actually there. I hope I hope that cleared that up. It's like one's a leech and one and one and the separate one is a heal himself. 
they don't look the same. Anima Drain is the one he does where he he attacks you and like the screen starts to go dark while he's casting it. Like it literally gets really really dark. And Anima Distribution Redistribution. Oh, I, I can't, no, yes, Redistribution looks the same. He's healing the tree. Whether whether he's healing the tree or healing himself and the tree, that looks the same. But you would tell by reading the lore ahead of time and seeing whether he has the Anima Redistribution modifier that day. It's all it's the broken lore on the ground. You can read what his abilities are. And you can also figure those out fully ahead of time, right? Like there's a Yeah, you can also purchase the the it's hack a, It's a buying thing, but you can do it. Yeah, you can buy the hack zone and read all of the bosses of modifiers before you even start the run. For like you might you might use the hacks the hack zone and look at it and go like I don't want to do today. <laughs> you know, theoretically. Redistribution just meant healing himself and tree. I mean that that that's cor that's correct, but he doesn't always have that modifier. When he goes, he, he if he has drain, he goes to heal the tree. But it doesn't actually heal him unless he has the the additional modifier. Also, they changed that modifier. By the way, that was in the patch notes we read for Rosenbrawl. Right. Mm-hmm. That thing is nasty now. <laughs> As they were like, that is too unfair. Well, like you just have to bring in pairs. Like you have to. It changes your build a little bit. Like you just got to be prepared for it. If he's got redistribution, you 100% need an impair for that. And depending on your build, you might need an impair for the drain as well. So, like it used to do. Like you could used to let him drain you the whole way, just just survive through it. You know. And then he would go heal the tree. And even with redistribution, he barely healed himself at all. Like nothing. Now, he does a flat heal just from the redistribution cast. But if he drained you, oh man. If, he, if you let him drain you and you don't impair that. I missed my impair. I actually impaired too early before the cast started. Uh, he went from 5% health left. Like he was nearly dead. So something like 84% health? Jeez. <laughs> so apparently he can crit heal himself. So he can actually get like a critical... Not only, not only does he heal himself a base amount and heals himself for the entire amount of the drain that he did, but that amount can actually crit and go higher. Yeah, the only reason you need to impair impair the world dark part is if like your your build doesn't let you survive through it. He does when he's draining you, it's very damaging. But a lot of times you can just you know with a cruel delight or something, you can just shoot him a bunch and kind of just keep taking your own health back and survive it that way. But if you do that, you sure as hell better impair distribution if he has it. Otherwise, he's going back up like a lot, a lot of health. Some people were really pissed that they're they're too used to the old way, like they didn't they didn't read the patch notes right. They just ran in, and like literally lost a run. They ran out of time because he he healed back up. And now now you're like crap. I have like a minute left, and he's back at like practically full health.
but yeah, the the darker Garth has been been amazing. The the new modifiers are really fun. You know, like the hell guy's got a hell sword he puts on the ground now that swings. Ooh, like it it, it it's like forked pitch, but it's a sword, and then it actually goes. <laughs> it, it, it it either goes left or right, but you don't know which way it's going. You don't go. know which way it's going to go. Yeah. Well, that, but that was kind of the fun of the Dark Agartha in the first place was it releases kind of like a, we will keep adding modifiers as it goes on. Yeah. So sort of got... thing. So so they've at least made um, made kind of the, say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say manifest, you know, uh, but the idea of Dark Agartha itself in that it, you know, it, it is a, a random thing, but those random things can change and will change over yeah. time. Well, they're all possible timelines, right? So I right mean, is something that they're that they're sticking to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And some of them are cool. Like I don't know if you've seen any of them, but the uh, tear the veil, tear the veil is pretty. Like it's devastating if it hits you, but it's pretty. <laughs> like spectral storm is like the purplish clouds of like lightning that would sort of roll over the the area, mm-hmm. right? Tear the Veil is the same, like, purplish little cloud, but, like, three tendrils start in the middle, and then they spiral out. Like, if you see it from up top, it looks like a, like, like a three tentacle spirals thing. Ooh. And so you either have to be, like, completely not in it at all, or you could sort of treat it like a hedge maze and actually stand between... The uh, the cloud things that if you step into will kill you. <laughs> um, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They did they did a good job. They did they they designed some really interesting interesting fights. Uh, so super super happy with uh, with what they uh they did there. It's a lot more than just like, oh, we have some achievements for you now. And also, the like achievements... we, have, we have some achievements, but the achievements are attached to new bosses, new yeah modifications, new modifiers. Well, and even and even the achieve and even the achievements, some of them themselves like make you take fights on in a different fashion than you would have, right? So even though it's only an achievement, it does lend more even more sort of complexity. Because you're like, oh, well, I could handle all this normally, but now I'm trying to go for the specific outcome for the achievement. So now I'm, now I'm running around <laughs> like an idiot trying to make this stupid thing happen. Um, yeah, and it just matters. I mean, a lot of it matters, like, what modifiers you happen to get. It's super fun. Super fun. All right. Well, I think we're good. Do you guys think we're good? I think I'm good. We're great. <laughs> I think we're awesome. We're just, we're just thanks incredible. For asking. We are amazing. I'm, I'm super. Thanks for asking. And <laughs> <laughs> say, well, if you have anything that you would like to uh, like us to promote, please send any requests to the zero point report at gmail.com or tag us on Twitter at zero point report. And we'd be glad to put the word out there for you. 
Uh, but agents, this has been the Zero Point Report Strain 15-NGL. You can catch us recording live every other Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Zero Point Report Twitch channel, where you can also join us and chat with us while we do the show live. Um, you can get in touch with us by engaging with us on Twitter at Zero Point Report, emailing us at the Zero Point Report at gmail.com, checking out our previous shows on our YouTube channel of the same name, and joining us on our Discord server, uh, where we just added a news channel, so you could actually help us by, if you see any news and you see it before we do, to go ahead and put it in our news channel. Uh, so from all of us here at the Zero Point Report, we want to thank you for tuning in and wish you all the best Secret World adventures that you can survive. Uh, have a great night, and see you next time, everybody. Bye, everyone. Have a good night. Bye.